Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Oh, back in the same room again now. <laughs> I, I know. Finally. We're, we're, I, we're flip-flopping. The ups and downs of this COVID life. Oh One person goodness, gets it, the I other know. person loses it. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen next week? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll both have it at the same time. Maybe that's that would be fresh. Maybe we'll get that fresh monkey pox that's going around. <laughs> I don't want that one. I feel like no, it doesn't it have like it gives you like lumps on your skin. I thought it gave you monkeys. Oh, it just you it just turns become, you into a giant monkey. You just become uh, Curious George. What's his name? The guy the man, uh, in the yellow man hat. in the yellow hat. Yeah, you just become the man in the yellow hat. Yeah, yeah you get a little monkey and you have to follow him around <laughs> for the next. 12 years or whatever i mean maybe that's not so bad it might be all right (laughs) um but we have a different kind of episode today because this is Mm. our first radio show episode ah that's right welcome to 102.4 the spooky (laughs) um let's try to remember that (laughs) (laughs) okay um and so before we've paid uh, uh respect and uh celebrated our uh the improvisers of the past by doing our anniversary. But here on our 340th episode, we have yet, yet to pay the respects, do the celebration Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. our musical guests that we've had before. And we've had quite a few of them. So throughout this episode, we're going to be playing some of their songs Mm -hmm. as well as going through uh, some ghost stories and uh, I have some would you rather's for the end. So look forward to that, Damien. I know you're excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I had COVID again. <laughs> we, we also have a special guest and we'll be getting to them. But first, we'll be playing a song by Ella Sneak, Night Moon. My son. 
That was Ellis Meek Night Moon. Mm-hmm. And right here with us right now yeah. is the person that did our theme song for Spooked all those years ago that we still use, which was, by the way, nominated for a Canadian Podcasting Award multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's Ellis Meek himself. Pretty spooky. Pretty spooky indeed. How are you doing? Doing all right. I'm uh... It's nice listening to my own music. That's what I do most nights. Yeah. 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 Listen to my own music. It's good that you're a fan. Off. Yeah. We actually have seven <laughs> of your songs and we're forcing you to listen to yeah. each one of them. <laughs> this is a mild torture. This is spooky. <laughs> it's one of those career retrospectives for you. You know, we just want to, we want you to feel good about everything. Years right? down the road, looking back at my illustrious career. <laughs> I, I mean, you were our third guest ever for this. Podcast. Wow, that's pretty cool. And you're at 340 episodes. Is that yeah, that yeah, right? yeah. That, it was almost seven years ago wow. around this time that we recorded that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say it was seven years ago, though. That's funny. I mean, and yeah, like we're uh, we've obviously known each other for a very long time, been high school friends and everything. And you've done uh, amazing things uh, since I've done OK things. Um, <laughs> but uh, Night Moon that just played, too, is uh, it's still one of my favorite songs of yours. Um, it's got such a cool feel and almost a spooky feel in a way. I was thinking that as it was playing. I mean, moons are supposed to be spooky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> where uh, cheese comes from. Mm. That's what I've heard. <laughs> so that's spooky. Was that the cow that jumped over the moon that made? Oh, is that what happened? So the cow jumped over the moon, uh, shot a bunch of uh, uh, utter milk all over it. All over it fermented and turned into cheese. Oh, okay. Classic. Classic, Classic tale. Makes okay. sense. Wow. Science. <laughs> that's that's the creationist theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things uh too with this song is that, that I've heard it so many times. Uh not just it's on my phone as well, but because it's one of the few songs on my phone, I had it as my alarm tone to wake up for a long time as well. <laughs> Which the uh, the beginning of that of the song and everything, it's so like eerie and just like it, it completely like disoriented me in the morning when you're like waking up. <laughs> Perfect. So, <laughs> yeah. So a lot, of, a lot always, of uses. I always find it's a bad idea putting a song you like on as an alarm tone. Then you just end up growing to resent it. <laughs> I always just use the stock, uh, the stock ringtones. I do too. I do too. I got my iPhone. I don't know what iPhone this is. People keep telling I'm colorblind. People keep telling me it's pink. I don't know. Is that pink? I thought it was silver. It looks silver from our. I I could see the pink. Yeah, I love pink. (laughs) I'm I'm a music guy for my alarm tone, but you're not a music guy though. (laughs) (laughs) Hey now. So, <laughs> I uh, I need to ask you something because I don't think we've ever asked you this on the podcast because you were on um, in such early episodes. Mm-hmm. 
Do you yourself believe in ghosts? I believe in ghosts. I don't know, maybe not in the traditional sense of of a ghost, but there probably is some sort of energy passed on when you die. I mean, it can't just dissipate. So wherever that that is has to go somewhere. Who knows? I think Mm. I'm open to the possibility of ghosts. I've never had a had a real experience with ghosts or anything that I can speak of, but fair enough. You're you're like a residual energy guy. That's the yeah. I'm a residual energy guy. It's the the couchies and all that kind of stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I I think that's kind of where I lie as well as in like the residual energy idea. I know that Damien uh, hates it all and disagrees with it all. Yeah. So he's already lost respect for you. Yeah. You, you were like, you were like up here and now you're like down here. That's you're like, okay. and then Cody's right below. Yeah. They're just <laughs> pissing me. Off. Well, hey, as long as I'm above Cody, we're okay. Yeah. That song the helped you go above me. <laughs> you're like, oh, this guy's a music guy. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of music, guys, we got another song here to listen to oh. um, from another past guest. We have uh, Jonathan Waugh with uh, Keeping Me Alive.
Breaking every chain that you put on me You thought I wouldn't change but I grew on you I will never be what you wanted This fire, this fire Is keeping me alive Jonathan Waugh, keeping me alive. Mm -hmm. You can follow him on Instagram at Jonathan Waugh. Uh, it's, it's so cool to like listen back to uh, these songs and like think about it. It's, it's like kind of like emotional in a way to like go back to it. I don't know if you feel the same. No, I, I just uh, thought it was interesting. The beginning reminded me a lot of that uh, Believer, that song by Imagine Dragons. Do you know, oh, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I kind of had that feel at the beginning, but then it really kind of takes a turn in the middle there too. So. Yeah, it's a good, great song. That was awesome. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard it, so that that was awesome. Yeah, and uh, Jonathan is, of course, the son of legendary goaltender, probably the best goaltender of all time, Patrick Waugh. Well, the Avalanche. Well, the Avalanche was my favorite team. I mean, growing up, I, I, you guys are the same age as me, more or less. So it's like yeah. Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, Patrick Waugh. That was the time. That was the one I love hockey. Yeah, and to go into um, a uh, ghost story here, because mm -hmm. we're talking about a Hockey Hall of Famer, to go into the Hockey Hall of Fame ghost story, which we've touched on before, but um, I went to our friends over at ESPN, and they got some... Hey, listen, ESPN, they're the, they're the prime spot for anything spooky, haunted related. <laughs> yep. If you if you need something uh, supernatural, that's what ESPN's all about. <laughs> Yeah, ESPN, they, they sponsor Spooked, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, if they don't, they should. We're, we're actually an ESPN podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to be doing a 30 for 30 uh, spooky ghosts. That's later. why we had to switch for uh, to radio show, because we got to yeah, give yeah. the scores here soon. <laughs> um, so with the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame, um, visitors have long reported seeing a woman with long, dark hair, particularly in and around the second floor women's restroom. Okay, does now does she work there? <laughs> That's did, my did thought. Did she yeah. a woman with dark hair walking the restroom? She's just like, leave me alone. I work in accounting. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. I mean, and the women's restroom, the most haunted spot of the whole Hockey Hall of Fame. Maybe she just has IBS and she's there a lot. That's... And you're treating her like shit. <laughs> just trying to get away from all of this <laughs> fucking museum. I would use a second floor washroom too, so I wouldn't have to talk to all these fucking people mm -hmm. downstairs talking about their goals and their hockey pucks. <laughs> um, so the Hockey Hall of Fame was formerly housed at uh, the exhibition place. 
a 197 acre mixed use development to the west of downtown Toronto. Uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame moved to its current building at the Brookfield Complex in 1993, built originally in 1885. It formerly housed the Bank of Montreal, and that's where its sad story begins. Uh, the, and I guess the sad story is that I used to bank with the Bank of Montreal and I moved to a different bank. Oh, yeah, that's the sad story. They're so sad. They don't have your $1,500 anymore. <laughs> you have $1,500, dude. I need 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Eh? Uh, the, the, spirit, <laughs> the spirit is believed to be a former bank employee named uh, Dorothy. Mm -hmm. In 1953, the 19-year-old shot herself in the women's bathroom at the bank. She died at the hospital the next day, so didn't die in the bank. No, so she should be haunting the hospital then. Uh, there are many rumors and theories as to what caused Dorothy to take her life, but none has ever been confirmed. Um, and then, so according to Rowena Brook, the brand development manager of Haunted Walks in Toronto, bank workers began experiencing strange happenings shortly after Dorothy's death. I can't trust a dang word that these Haunted Walk people say. I know for a <laughs> fact that 90% of the shit they tell you is just made up on the spot <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's what they do. They have a general script and then they're like, yeah, let's just make some shit up. It's a source. It's, well, it's not a source. Not a good one. Starting in the 1950s, employees of the bank would have lights that would turn off and on. Okay. Now, with a switch? Yeah, they invented switches in the 50s before they were just constantly on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doors and windows would open and close on their own. Okay. Were latches. So, but it doesn't specifically say the lights uh, were turning off and on no. on their own. So that one could have been anyone. That right. was just bad management. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they would hear these strange noises like footsteps when no one was around or shrieking. Some employees would step away from their work for a moment and they would come back and find their desk in disarray. But the main thing they said is they would feel the distinct <laughs> presence like someone else was there watching them, like the manager. Right. <laughs> Just that feeling that there was someone else there and the spot it was the strongest was actually in the women's bathroom on the second floor. It got to the point where the employees who were using the restroom were so uncomfortable being in there that the bank had to put a second bathroom in the basement because so many people were refusing to use it. I think immediately the, ba the basement bathroom is spooky because it's in a basement i don't know most basements in toronto have washrooms in them like you go to any bar in this city and that's where the bathroom is, is in the basement so most basements in hamilton are washrooms there you go <laughs> you just go down there piss yeah. whatever you want <laughs> unfinished floors who cares <laughs> the bank ultimately moved but the strange occurrences remained employees and guests of the hall of fame have reported hearing similar noises and experiencing the same overwhelming sense of not being alone brooke said an employee at the hall shared with her a, a story of a young boy on a tour of the museum with his parents and other adults at one point he stopped in his tracks and began staring intently at the wall someone asked him what was wrong he responded by pointing and saying can you see her no one could see anything or anyone but the young boy insisted 
he was seeing a woman with long, dark hair walk in and out of the wall. He couldn't believe that no one else could see her. Stories like this have made it one of the most well-known haunted spots in the city, and Haunted Walks begins one of its most popular tours outside of the building with the permission of the Hockey Hall of Fame. This story sucks. Um, And then it goes on to talk about the special Halloween tour. Yeah, so this is just an ad for their Haunted Walks. Again, you can't believe a fucking word of it. What the only evidence we have is some dipshit little kid saying, I saw a lady. Well, it's and it's nobody else kid, saw it. To be, to be clear, it's a dipshit little kid that told the haunted walks lady. <laughs> right. So that wasn't planted in his head <laughs> by the haunted walks lady. Uh, this story. How much, uh, how much did haunted walk pay you guys? For this plug. <laughs> well, whatever they paid us, they're taking it back after I just told them they're full of shit. <laughs> uh, Jordan, do you believe that the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame is haunted? Not anymore. I haven't heard it. It used to be, but then the bank. But after the story, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little skeptical. <laughs> that's fair well i mean hopefully we can bring everyone back uh to believing in ghosts with our next story but first we have to go to another song by emily coolston there is a light Just mine 
Another person we haven't had on the podcast in a very long time, a very early That's guest. That's true. We'll have to do another radio episode and listen to all these songs again with her. Yeah. I, also a very, uh, another very haunting song. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. So that's a Smith song. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's sung by the Smiths. That's a really, really interesting interpretation of it. That's uh, much more haunting than the original, too. <laughs> well, very that's cool. why we need you on here. Is uh, to give us all of the information like that. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a that was a really cool song, and um, we got another ghost story. All right, let's hear it. And I think that this uh, between that song and this ghost story, we're sure to bring everyone back to being a ghost believer. The Hockey Hall of Fame is there in the past because hey, we I'm have scared. the Phantom Patient. Okay. And this is a ghost story that uh, Reader's Digest says you <laughs> won't want to read at night. Right. So yeah. luckily well, we're okay, in the good. daytime here. Yep. Uh, the ambulance company that I used to work for had a haunted ambulance, Rig 12, re- recounts Reddit user Zerbo. A lot of EMTs had stories about it, but I never put my stock in paranormal stuff. That is, until I had my own experience with Rig 12. My partner and I were in a rural community at 3 a.m., and it was pitch dark and completely quiet. We were both dozing. I was in the driver's seat, and she was in the passenger seat. I woke up to a muffled voice. But I th- are they still driving? No, they're just sitting waiting. Oh, okay. Waiting for a call. <laughs> yeah, they were both asleep at the wheel, just like cruising around. <laughs> Also, uh, does it help you when uh, someone starts with, I never believed in this paranormal stuff? No. That doesn't help you. Well, he didn't say he didn't believe. He just didn't put any money into it. I think he was talking about investments, right? He said he didn't put any stock. That's true. He could have, yeah. That's how I interpreted it. I don't know how you invest in it. I I guess by uh, investing in Raiders Digest ghost stories, maybe. I I think that brings us to our next thing. So if anybody wants to uh, invest, uh, we're going public at Spook. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, all of it will be found at Wealth Simple. Hey, if you want to buy this thing, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, so woke up to a muffled voice, um, but he thought it was his partner. I told her I was trying to sleep and closed my eyes. I distinctly heard a male voice say, oh, my God, am I dying? It'd be really funny if the voice was just the dispatcher. It's just like, we've got a call. What are you doing? <laughs> we need you now. You should have been here 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so the male uh, voice said, oh, my God, am I dying? Followed by a few seconds of heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> my partner and I sat up straight and looked back into the patient compartment where it sounded like the voice had come from. Things were quiet for a couple of seconds. There's there's still a guy in the back. Yeah, exactly. They just forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we heard the click of an oxygen bottle regulator and a hiss as if it was leaking. Listen, have you never like pulled over on your way to the hospital to take a nap? Uh, not when there was a sick passenger. <laughs> hey, listen, they're not the ones who are sick. <laughs> the lights are still going. I'm just saying, if you're tired and you're driving, you should probably pull over and take a nap, even if you are an ambulance driver. It's true. It's responsible. You don't all want to die. <laughs> so he turned the lights on and uh, says we ran out of the rig. I thought a transient might have climbed in while we were asleep. Transient. <laughs> <Okay>. Transient. <laughs> so he opened the rear doors no one was there i checked the oxygen bottles neither was opened we didn't sleep much after that that's the story so does that help with everyone's ghost belief no oh what about your you're on the fence <laughs> i think yeah i think i'm kind of going in the opposite direction we, we need some <laughs> stories to redeem uh redeem the belief here See, I get these stories every once in a while, and he's like, "Yeah, this is a gotcha moment for you, huh?" I'm like, "Well, no, it's actually just cementing my beliefs even further that this is all <laughs> bullshit." <laughs> what a terrible story! Whoever wrote that story should be ashamed. Reader's Digest, well, stole it off of Reddit. Yeah, and we stole it wow. off Reader's Digest. <laughs> well, you should be ashamed. <laughs> That's journalism, baby. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Well, hopefully we can bring it back. Uh, but first, we have another song. We got Fog and Lasers with Whip Your Dick Out. Stopping away from my pickup. Diamonds hanging in the rough. Shit and smoke lighting up. All I sit and wait for you, yeah. Singing songs and more hot fives. Tons of cocaine off your thighs. And start a fight Stay in my head Sing lullabies Is all that I can do Yeah Whip your dick out Let's smoke crack cocaine Yeah Whip your tits out Let's smoke crack cocaine Yeah Whip your dick out Let's smoke crack cocaine Yeah Whip your tits out Let's smoke crack cocaine
ourselves without a row Condoms laid out on the floor As long as I'm with you, yeah Chug another glass of wine Your forehead grease gives you a shine Don't fuck a man, don't check the time That's all that we can do, yeah That fuck boy you're with looks like size Shout your name, still bloods inside Paramedics ask alright I say cause I'm with you, yeah Whip your dick out, let's smoke crack cocaine, yeah. Whip your tits out, let's smoke crack cocaine, yeah. Whip your dick out, let's smoke crack cocaine, yeah. Whip your tits out, let's smoke crack cocaine, yeah. Whip your dick out, let's smoke crack cocaine, yeah. Whip your tits out, let's smoke crack cocaine, yeah. Whip your dick out, let's smoke crack whip your dick out um very different tone than the rest of the songs but i don't know what you're talking haunting. i don't know what you're talking about i think it was uh calm relaxing and uh, dark <laughs> it was definitely dark it was pretty poetic compared yeah. to the other songs but it was i like it yeah yeah <laughs> instructional it's true it taught you how to whip your dick out and <laughs> well it didn't teach you how no to. it taught me okay <laughs> Stop me. It, oh, you can whip it out. Yeah, I didn't know before. I did not know before. You just would just pee your pants. And that's how you would do things. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I have some more uh, ghost tales for us. Oh, yeah. We're all, all right. chomping at the bit for this one. Yeah, let's just. <laughs> this is uh, going to be our last couple ghost tales. Last couple. Well, maybe we'll just do one. In 1937, millionaire inventor Norman G. Baker posed as a doctor and <laughs> okay, and turned the hotel into a hospital that he said could cure cancer. And then the article says, have the chills yet? What? <laughs> Baker, who had a fetish for purple, painted many sections of the hospital in the color. What do you mean he had a fetish for purple? Where where are they where are they basing this claim from? Is it just a guy who liked purple, <laughs> or did this guy like have like purple things and he was just like constantly fucking and jizzing on them? <laughs> I know it. He just painted a lot. Like of either way, why are they kink shaming his purple love? <laughs> well, okay, 
I I don't want to uh, completely. This is housebeautiful.com. Well, House Beautiful, uh, you, you're, you're shaming a man for loving purple, and it's it's disgusting. He painted many sections of the hospital in that color, and today the chimneys remain the same color. So he painted the chimneys too. <laughs> All right. Wow. In addition to wearing purple shirts and ties, he drove a purple car as well. So just a very purple man. It's like Prince. Yeah. Yeah. The original Prince. This That's is how Prince, Prince got the idea. Yeah. Uh, people came from all over with hopes of curing their cancer, and many who were treated died. Yeah. Because the guy was posing as a doctor. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Baker was exposed and run out of town. And today, the property is an active hotel. It's said to be haunted by several ghosts, including a bearded man wearing Victorian clothing and a five-year-old girl. And it's uh, there's a button here where you can book a stay in it now. now. So the, this story had nothing to do with a, the, any actual ghost, except at the end, they're like, oh, yeah, there's an old guy and a five-year-old girl ghost. The whole story was just about the crazy doctor story. Like, that was the whole point of the story. No one's just like, yeah, we had all these spooky experiences. It's like, no, the guy who set up this place was a little crazy. And, um, oh, yeah, th- th- I guess there's a couple of ghosts. There's this and this. And that's it. Book a stay. <laughs> did he charge money? Like, did he make a profit off this? Do you know? Or is that detail not in there? It, it doesn't specifically say it, but I'm sure... He did well. It says millionaire inventor. Maybe he was doing it out of the goodness of his own heart. If he was <laughs> curing cancer for free or trying to, well, you don't. Be, what I've heard is that you don't become a millionaire by doing things for free. Is that true? Uh, well, I mean, unless you start out as a billionaire, mm. that, then you go to that's true. He could have been a billionaire inventor until he got this purple fetish and started curing people. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the purple thing that did it. Purple is the most expensive color. Well, I mean, for a long time it was. It was that's why it was associated with royalty. They were the only ones who were able to get those dyes. They were so expensive. Should I do another one? No. Okay, that one was enough for you. That's enough. This is enough. This is bullshit. Well, I mean, with all of the ghost stories complete, um, Ellis Meek, how are you feeling about ghosts? I'm not. I'm no nowhere closer to believing. Okay, yeah. are you are you off the fence and over on the other side with Damien now? Or? Not not yet. I'm still straddling. Okay, I'm busy straddling. So we didn't. I didn't ruin it at least. Well, you ruined my day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I can uh, bring it back for mm-hmm. you with another song. Oh, we got one here from uh, Service Delay Cavities. <laughs>
Service delay, cavities. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while... Uh, doing planning and do, mm. and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly, yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash Spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 
spooked today. Um, Ellis Meek, that reminds me of us in high school and more of a, <laughs> a throwback and kind of more similar to your early music. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, that's where it all started, more or less. Wow. Yeah, you got to do a cover of that now. I do, but like in the new style. It's reminding me to go brush my teeth, floss after this. That's true. My floss with me right now. Whoa, where'd you pull that from? (laughs) Um, So I have for us here Mm -hmm. uh, some would you rather's, Mm. and they're terrifying in a different way because uh, BuzzFeed declares these to be embarrassing. Oh, Damien is so upset. Um, and that's why I love it. You said BuzzFeed. You said <laughs> embarrassing. It, it, this is just going to be bad. <laughs> Let's get into it. So once a week, uh-huh. would you rather your phone randomly start streaming on Facebook Live without warning? Pretty bad. Or random Twitter DMs are publicly tweeted and can't be deleted. I don't use Twitter, so let's do Twitter. I, w- I will say that if random Twitter DMs are publicly tweeted and can't be deleted, I would probably just stop doing DMs. I would. Right. Be, yeah. I would. I don't, I don't use Twitter, but regardless, <laughs> I just don't think I would. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't message at that point. Yeah, yeah. I don't use Twitter, so that's. But fine. I like a surprise, so I think I would rather the uh, the live streaming Facebook once a week. I'll oh do yeah. It. <laughs> I it could be great promotion, you know. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's one of those things like I don't I don't always think about social media and stuff like that. So the fact that it just came on randomly and you have to use social media might be good for your brand. Be the push that, that you need, yeah. Yeah, it's like having a manager that you don't have to pay. <laughs> um, so fifty-five percent. This was good because it gives us an idea of where people are landing with it too. Fifty-five percent said uh, the Twitter DMs they would rather. Yeah. So would you rather realize you forgot your wallet every time you get to the register? Okay. That already happens. <laughs> or, or have every anti-theft alarm go off at every shop you visit? Well, I mean, now you can just put your credit card on your phone, so it doesn't matter if you have your wallet now. I guess so. Yeah. What? I mean, I think you have to take that away, too. No, it doesn't say that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I think at a certain point, the shops would be uh, catching on to you, and they would assume that you don't have any money. That's the thing. You'd just never be able to buy anything. Would you starve? I guess you'd have to figure something out, right? Can you just order stuff online and have it delivered? Yeah, that's a loophole. So you'd become a recluse. Yeah. You'd do, like, the grocery pickup or whatever, and... Yeah, it's fine. You would also think that you would stop forgetting your wallet. Like you would walk in the door and be like, oh, I got to go back and get it. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like if you go back and get it and you come back, do you not have it when you come back? I think when you come back, it's not there. Yeah, you forgot. <laughs> oh, I forgot it again. I just turned on a show and then came back. Like, is it just the one and done each time or is it like continuously? That's that's the other thing that I'm. The. The anti-theft alarms going off every time is is stressful to me. Yeah, that sounds no, you just keep walking. 
I don't know because I'm always scared that they're gonna they're gonna grab me and then I'll have to waste time. They're or not gonna grab you. That someone they're put not... something in my in my bag or something like that. Who gives a shit if they did? They're not gonna grab you. Just keep walking. You're fine. Okay. Mr. You've never no you've never left a store when the alarm went off. So what do you what are you landing on? You have no problem with either. I have no problem with either. I would probably rather just the alarms because who gives a shit? What are you what are you thinking? I don't know. I always forget my wallet when I go to the store anyway, so true. I'm already kind of living living that one. <laughs> I'm not gonna add the anti-theft alarm. Oh, so you might I, as well stay with the wallet. I was gonna say your room was looking particularly bare. I guess you're not able to buy anything, eh? That's it. Just, <laughs> there's actually nothing there's just walls here just yeah. a blank <laughs> box yeah um so 68 percent said the anti-theft alarm mm-hmm. so they're not feeling us on that one well that's what i said i said anti-theft i um, mean i'm fine either but here's another one yeah would you rather accidentally share the porn video you're watching right now yeah <laughs> yeah actually it's just on the other screen here yeah let me (laughs) just do the share screen here um or accidentally send a sexy photo to a family member or family group chat wait 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 where are you sharing the uh, video (laughs) where are you sharing the porn video um i think it just goes up on all your social media are you in it or you're just watching it you know you're just watching it like, like as it goes up, like uh, when you see on like Facebook or like Twitter, it's like uh, Cody is watching uh, this on Pornhub. <laughs> um, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like it either, but it's better than sending your family uh, sexy photos of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can play it off as it was like, oh, I did it for a joke. It was a joke. Oh. <laughs> I'm watching 13 Naked Truckers and Prince Edward Island. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. So I guess uh, the porn video, which 58% agree with that one. Uh, we'll get back to more Would You Rathers. 58%, would... that's 42% of people who don't mind sending their mom, dad, sisters, and brothers pictures of their ding-dongs and hoo-hahs. Well, they are. I mean, you're already weird if you have a family group chat, I think. so. I agree. It... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but we got another song here. We have Julia Fedek, uh, Strange Pretty. Down a hole, get 
strange pretty very cool song yeah it was I, I this was the first time you've heard that one yeah yeah she did a different song when she was on mm-hmm. really textural kind of i don't know it's different mm-hmm. production was really interesting and uh we got some more interesting would you rathers here too Whoa. all right how about that uh so would you rather not notice a booger hanging out of your nose while talking to your crush my crush, yeah. Yeah. My crush. <laughs> I hope my crush doesn't notice this booger. Um, I think I think this is when you know <laughs> this is for young people because mm-hmm. if you're not dating at this age, then you've already uh given, given up, up on ever having a crush again. Yeah, you've accepted virginity. At least I have. Yeah, then <laughs> the same with me. Uh <laughs> or have food perpetually stuck in your front teeth. Mm, booger. Cavities. Booger. <laughs> I think the booger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the food stuck in your teeth. I, the booger, you'll think about that for the rest of your life. You'll think about, they might not think about it, but you'll think about every time you see them from then on, you having this booger hanging. That's fine. I mean, food stuck in your teeth, especially if like you can feel it, is annoying and it's constant and it's there. And if it's always like that, that's so fucking annoying. Yeah, I'd rather give up on the crush. I'd just give up on the crush. Get a new crush. Yeah. Don't have a crush. Don't have a crush. Just go back to posting porn videos on your Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I'm horrified at the idea of just having a booger in front of anyone, let alone a crush. Like, I I mean, the crush doesn't actually matter. Who gives a shit? It's a fucking booger. If people, if people are going to be so uptight about a booger, then uh, it probably wasn't going to work out anyway, and they would have been horrible. If anyone I know, including the two of you, who are two of my closest friends, had a booger in front of me, 
I probably wouldn't be around you anymore. Cody, I, I, it would be over. Cody, Cody, I've seen so much fucking shit in your beard. <laughs> <laughs> a, a booger would be should be the least of your worries. <laughs> I've seen a whole fucking sunny side up egg in your beard for, for like for, remember when that when the cook came out of the kitchen to tell you you had egg in your beard the last thing you should worry about is boogers I have a hard time with eggs <laughs> uh, so we're thinking the booger uh, 54% said food in the teeth really so the majority said that and that people the- are so fucking insecure mm-hmm would you rather all your coworkers could hear you pooping? Don't mind. I already don't mind. I don't care. Whatever. Or your whole family could hear you have sex. Pooping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because afterwards you're going to come out and you'll be like, yes, I pooped. I have no problem <laughs> telling people that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're not going to bring it up either. But your family is certainly going to bring up if they're hearing you having sex. Yeah. Someone is. Your whole family? Someone is. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is unanimous. Yeah. Uh, 79% would rather the uh, pooping. Also, too, like, you know, you can quit a job and leave and never talk to those people again. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that with your family, too. Yeah. <laughs> I quit this family and never see them again. <laughs> Uh, would you rather uh, last one here? Would you rather wear a costume to a party that's not a costume party? Mm-hmm. So you're accidentally showing up in a costume. <laughs> you pointing at me right now? No. <laughs> Who am I dressed as? One of the country bears? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or <laughs> wear sweatpants to a formal wedding, which I'm also wearing. <laughs> sweatpants. <laughs> Uh, so you're accidentally you somehow realize that your dress shirt is tucked in the sweatpants as you get there. I'd do the sweatpants. Who cares? Weddings are a sham anyway. I mean, I <laughs> I agree with that, but they're also very important to people. Yeah, that's nice. But I don't think I've ever gone to a wedding where I didn't have a role to play. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. like a groomsman or a best man or something like that. And quite frankly, I don't think I would show up if they didn't give me some kind of important moment. I mean. At the end of the day, the worst case scenario, they just ask you to leave and then you don't have to be there anymore. So you would rather that than be the only I mean, I actually I completely see that with you. You don't want to be the only one with a costume. That would be your nightmare. I just I feel like that's more obnoxious. You be be the one person wearing a costume. It's just like, come on, dude. I'd rather you were wearing sweatpants and just be comfortable (laughs) instead of just some asshole dressed up like, I don't know. Fucking the Green Power Ranger. I I feel that you would uh, talk about it forever if one person showed up <laughs> in a costume at a non-costume party. I feel like the thing about that is is that everyone would be like, "Look at this asshole with the costume with the with the sweatpants." Half of the people would be like, "I should have fucking wore sweatpants." <laughs> I, I'll also say that I have a hard time justifying wearing a costume to a costume party. Right. Let alone being the only one. Yeah, I usually just don't care enough to want to put on right. a costume. So so uh, how are you feeling in all of this? I don't know. I, you know what? I don't really mind either. But I, uh, I, don't know, I might go with the sweatpants at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can get some nice looking sweatpants. 
Some real dressy types. Some real dressy sweatpants. Mm-hmm. 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 Start a new trend. <laughs> well, here we go to our last song. Oh. By Ellis Meek himself. Oh, shit. We're doing rain. I've got a secret. I think that I'll keep it all to myself. I'll tell no one else. I've been living in fiction. My own self inflection keeps weighing me down. I fear I might drown in the That was Ellis Meek with Rain. Oh, wow. 
And today's forecast is rain. Uh, looks pretty bright out today, I uh, you know. No, we have our own radio show now, and we're allowed to uh, make up whatever we want. Oh, shit, yeah? So no matter- I, I'm predicting uh, 15 inches of uh, love. <laughs> oh, no, sprinkled down on uh, yeah, all these Yeah, sprinkling folks. down, that's what I want. No matter where you are in the world, you'll get sprinkled with some love today. That's right, a big old love shower coming down on you, whether you want it or not. Well, only if you want it. And traffic. Traffic. Today on the traffic, there's a truck on the highway. Big, big truck. Big truck on the highway. Doesn't matter where you are, uh, eastbound, westbound, north, south, doesn't matter. There's a truck. It's there. Um, Look out for that truck coming down your way. Sideways. Sideways. Coming sideways like a crab. He's skidding the whole way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Tokyo drifting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like how... uh... At the very beginning of this podcast uh, with Ellis Meek, he said to us um, how uh, haunting it was to listen to his own music. So we Mm. responded with that, with making his last song on here uh, accompanied with the music video as well. So he got to stare at himself the entire time. And uh, that's why he left. He was just like, I'm done with this shit. I can't handle it. I'm, I'm out. He was spooked. He was. He ran away uh, like a scared little baby. <laughs> but, I mean, how did it feel going back through all of the years here? Because wow. this this is a representative of our seven years, I, mm. I think, right? It was nostalgic. It was informative. It was like a little trip down memory audio lane. And uh, we're, we're going to have to like put these all together in a compilation, maybe make like a, a SoundCloud playlist. I think we should... We should have like burn some CDs, get a CD burner, <laughs> CD burner, spook the soundtrack. That's right. Going to be available on the Sonar Shop soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it should be. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was it was really nice. I want to thank uh, Ellis Meek for uh, coming on here. Thank uh, you, Ellis. Today, and um, thank him for all of the years of having our amazing spooked intro mm-hmm. which you heard still at the start of this as well as uh, at the tail end and like i said nominated i also want to thank too someone that we don't thank very often uh nick etherton who did all of our logos over the years oh, too. yeah so that's a nice person to thank and did the t-shirt designs which you can find on the sonar shop that's true dot com yeah and you can buy a shirt whether you believe in ghost or don't believe in ghost Make yep. your vote with your money. Yeah, t- uh, buy both. Send us a picture of you wearing both of them, and um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> also, go on to the SonarNetwork.com, um, com. and you can uh, check out this episode. It will have linked every artist that we featured today with direct mm-hmm. links to their social medias. And make sure to check them out on uh, Spotify and Apple Music and all that good stuff where you listen to music, YouTube. Check. Th- they'll be on the YouTube. YouTube. Steve, Steve Harvey uh, reference. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're okay. gonna be on YouTube. Great, great. Just what we need to do is associate ourselves with Steve Harvey. He's coming on as a guest he, next week. Mm. <laughs> his whole shtick is his physical comment. <laughs> I don't think it works for an audio medium. I think that the audience will be able to pick up on his hilarious facial expressions. Great. Yeah. Well, let's take him to task. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. But. Yes, thank you all for listening. Thank you. And bye-bye, Spooked. 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 
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.